0: Hey, my podcast family, welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Today, our scripture comes from the book of Isaiah, the 8th chapter, the 17th verse. Reading from the New American Standard Bible, it reads, and I will wait for the Lord who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob. I will wait eagerly for him. To me, this verse gets at the heart of the hurt and the frustration um, oftentimes felt by being a caregiver. You know, you feel as though God has hidden his face from you. You've prayed for assistance or for a complete recovery of your loved one, and that hasn't happened. In our immaturity, we begin to doubt God, right? Doubt if he's hurt us, doubt if he cares about us. And I know I'm not the only one who feels that way. Or maybe I am. But when God doesn't do what we've asked, we do doubt, right? We get angry. None of this is a surprise to our Heavenly Father, though. He created us after all. But this is the time when we just need to stop long enough to breathe and to see how it looks to God, how we look to God. When we are asking Him for things, praying about issues, and then not giving Him the time to do what it is that He needs to do, how do we look to God? I believe in those times, what God is doing is He's holding up a mirror for you to see who you are, you know, like He did with me. And hopefully, you're not a brat like I was, but that's what He does. God is not our um, magic genie that when we rub on the lamp, which is basically us praying to him and say the magic words in Jesus name, and then he's obligated to give us all that we ask. Now I can hear you say, wait a minute didn't Jesus say in John fourteen thirteen that whatever you ask in my name this I will do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son or doesn't first John the fifth chapter excuse me verses 14 and 15 don't they say this is the confidence we have before him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask we know that we have the request which we have asked of him right But the common denominator in those two passages is that God is being glorified and that we are seeking and praying for his will to be done. Remember the Lord's prayer, it ends with, you know, thy will be done, God's will be done. And then let's remember our savior. Didn't Jesus pray for the cup of death, the crucifixion to be removed from him? him? That if there was another way that he could accomplish this, Could God allow that to occur? Yet at the end of his plea to his father, he said, not my will, but yours. That is the attitude that we are to have when we pray. To remember that, you know, to remember that when we're praying for rainbows and unicorns or whatever, that we're supposed to be seeking God's will. That's the underlying foundation for everything and for our prayers. That is why it's crucial for us to have an intimate relationship with him. When we have that intimate relationship, our desires start to look a lot like what he wants for us because we're so close to him, because he's forming us in the image of of Christ. The Holy Spirit is working on us, and so our prayers and everything starts to change. I know minds did. Have you ever met some of those what I call super duper Christians? The Christians that seem to get everything that they pray for? Some of my friends would say that's me. And sometimes it can be. But what most people don't know is the relationship that I have with. With God and what you don't know about whomever you're dealing deeming a super duper Christian is their relationship with God. As you mature, right, in that intimacy with God, your prayers just change. I pray for God's will to be done in my life. I make all of my petitions known before, before him. I ask for all sorts of stuff. I pray for people in countries I don't know of. I always lift up women in, in various countries. I lift up the poor. I lift up all sorts of things, right? Then I lift up the things that I want specifically, you know, for me. And then I will say, if I'm asking anything, Lord, that is contrary to what you have for me, what you want for me, please disregard my petition. And I say that because I do want God's best for me. And so I'm learning to allow him to give it to me and I'm learning to wait for him while he does that. However, when you're praying for his will and, and then your prayers aren't, and your prayers are answered, it's amazing. But you have to always remind yourself that God loves me and he continues to love me even when he isn't answering my prayers the way that I've asked. My thing is I don't ever want to take the relationship that I have with God for granted. That he has blessed me with things, you know, just because he loves me. I know that. And I don't want to take advantage of that as if I could but I, I don't want to take advantage and I don't want to take him for granted. The relationship that I have with him is too special. So and, and because I know that he blesses me with things just because he loves me, it makes me feel fantastic. But I do remind myself, and the Holy Spirit is urging me, right? God is not my personal genie. He is God and I am here to serve him. I have told many a dude that I have dated that the most important relationship I have is with my Savior, Jesus Christ, and that they would come second. Of course, they didn't like hearing it, and that's why I'm still single. <laughs> but I know God has someone for me, and I will wait with a good attitude until he brings him. As you go through this season of caregiving, it's going to get hard, and I know I've said that numerous times because it will. It will. But please know that God hasn't hidden his face from you. You may be asking for something that isn't in his will and that may be hard for you to digest. And why it's not in his will is really his business. He may tell you, I can tell you he, he's never told me why he allowed my mother to have Alzheimer's. But it doesn't matter. It didn't matter then. Doesn't matter now. I know he loves me. I know he loved my mom. I want us to know and to remember that uh, the prophet Isaiah when he wrote this to the nation of Israel they were in captivity and they were there because their great-great-great-great grandparents disobeyed God and he told them that he would allow them to be captives but he also said that he wouldn't forget them and eventually he would reunite them as a nation. So we can't forget that sometimes when we're petitioning God for our needs and needs and desires, and if he's silent, we, we need to ensure that we're not in sin first because that'll be a way where God's like, no, I'm not answering that <laughs> because you've been disobedient. After you've ruled that out of the way, then ask him if you're really seeking his will. Ask for his will to be done that simple we can't see around the corner but God can and he sees what comes after the corner so after you prayed you've trusted God we wait because we can trust his judgment because he sees all and he knows all he knows everything about everything and who better to put our trust in than our Lord and Savior, huh? Who better is there to trust other than Jesus? Let's pray. God, we thank you for being a God that we know that you don't hide your face from us. The issue is sometimes we just get too busy, get too, get too self-absorbed in our own things. We lose our confidence in who you are. We, we ask for things that aren't your will and we really don't spend enough time with you. Help us to desire you just to be in your presence, not for what you can give, but just for who you are. Help us to seek your will in our life and in the lives of our loved ones and in our friends. Help us to mature in our faith in you so that you don't have to hold up a a mirror to see what we look like. (laughs) Help us to remember that you are God and that you love us. And because we can place our trust in you, that we can wait for you and that we can wait for you with expectation, knowing that you will answer in your own time. Forgive us for trying to hurry you up in the process. Forgive us for having a bad attitude at times, Lord. But help us to allow you to work in our lives and be our God as we wait for you, as we long for you, as we surrender our lives to you this day. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alrighty. I will see you next episode. And go minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.